Mom Save America is brought to you by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? In addition, Mom Save America is brought to you by Plain Jane Design, a bespoke graphic design order specializing in all your business card and flyer and invitation needs. So please contact Jane at Plain Jane Designs. Before we begin the latest episode of Mom Save America, I interrupt this regular intro with a programming note. As we begin the podcast with Fart Heard Around the World, Carrie consistently refers to the perpetrator of the fart as Chris Wallace instead of Chris Matthews. At the time, I had not viewed the actual footage of said fartgate and thus did not correct Carrie. That said, proceed with caution as Carrie was in charge of the topics for today's podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to Mom Save America. My name is Tina Graff. I am here with the Carrie Lucas. We are the podcast dedicated to mom templating the things that inspire, impress, and upset us. We have Franny back in studio. He's been absent the last few times because I needed a break from the dog. But now he's back. And he sitting. seems settled. He seems settled. Thank you all for listening. I don't do that enough. I don't thank our listeners. And I'm doing that now because... Just when I want to give up, somebody texts me or I get an email and saying like, that was a funny episode or I love this. And I'm like, oh, I'm back in. That's fantastic. Yeah. I know. And we also are always like taking turns. Like one week, Tina will be like, okay, I've got a whole agenda. I've got notes. And I'm like, I've got nothing. Right. And then I showed up today and Tina was like, I have nothing. I have nothing today. I'm all kind of off schedule and I'm traveling this week. So I'm trying to squish everything into the front half of the week and so I said to Carrie I'm like I've done no research and I've got nothing so I will react okay so Actually, I've I have come a, with go ahead. a list of things but because they're my things they're going to be absurd no they're not okay so there is um trending on Twitter right now tell me the fart heard round the world oh I, I do you know this? Yeah, well, I just heard it on the radio. Is it true or is somebody like inserted a fart in there? So it's the second time, I guess, that Chris Wallace has been involved in some sort of fart gate. Okay? And he's an older gentleman. And there's huge controversy over which person actually farted. So he's interviewing somebody. He's interviewing another... Um, Isn't like, it a Democratic congressman or he's, something? He's panning away okay. to um, somebody else who's on Capitol Hill. Eric Sal- Swalwell. Yeah, yeah, Eric Swalwell. Right. Who's a young... Viral man, okay? And then Chris Wallace. Taking his probiotics, so he probably farts. Well, the, the here's the controversy. I'm can I already know who it is. Is it Chris Wallace? It's Chris Wallace. It's you can't get that sound because I was part You have to find it. So there is a another famous um fart that was heard around the world or around Diamond Junior High School from <laughs> Tina's husband. Right, you talked about this in the theater. In the theater. And he um, pulled down tight on a wooden seat bench and it reverberated through the entire auditorium. Here's why I know it was Chris Wallace. Because I have that fart yes. history to yes. base that off of. Yes. The sound... She's coming from fart experience. Yes, the sound that generates from this fart is bouncing off of some sort of chair so it has to be the seated person it couldn't have been the guy standing interviewing the problem is my husband is on the other side who says it's the person standing because he's speaking and he takes a pause right when the fart happens 
So he's like, I he stopped it, talking. I, it didn't sound like he took a pause. It sounded like he just took a breath. And my thing is, I'm sure his earpiece might hear things a little bit quicker than we do. Yeah. So he probably heard the fart and, and was like, wait, what's just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about the fart is, is that this, the studio, now having some sort of studio and yes. recognizing where... How, how the microphones pick up so many things. They echo. His little microphone, maybe he's there's a boom microphone on him too from the person that's interviewing him, but he's got a little microphone. The guy who's being in the interview, yes. not Chris Wallace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Swellwell or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they could have picked that up. I don't up. think so either. And he's in a large open room, yes. whereas Chris Wallace is in a... Studio, right? And then, of and course, he's on a cha- it's the he's chair. On the chair, the chair, chair makes so much sense. And then, of course, I follow the hilarious um, Twitter thread. Yes, in relation to Fargate. Please Gate. tell me what happened. And um, there's a lot of speculation because he's recently had some. Who's recently had some? Chris Wallace okay. has re- recently had some indigestion <laughs> issues, some type of surgery. Okay, and the person is saying we should cut him a break, whatever. And they're describing, you know, that's definitely like a left thigh lifted on the seat fart like there's the twitter thread it's on newsweek and you just have to do hashtag fartgate if you want to follow it but we will post the actual news clip yeah I'll of put, the fart i heard it on the radio even like hits one had it on this yeah. morning and they were debating on who it was too and I kept thinking, there's no way a guy standing in a room, standing up in a suit that's like, has room for the fart to move through the situation. His, as we said in our other podcast, his first colon, his first line of defense would have said to him, not now, not now, go away. I think Chris Wallace thought, I'm safe, the camera's off of me, somehow forgetting that the mics are still on. I don't know. But... It's beautiful. I love when live TV, live yeah. human things happen to people yes. that are trying to be like serious. totally serious. I know. Yeah. Like even the kid on CNN, I, I call him a kid, but he's always in the White House and he got the papers for one of the transcripts and he's sweating. The poor kid, he's so cute, but he's sweating profusely and he's trying to read through and he says, and he comes to the line where Sondland says something like, he really likes his ass or something. Yes, and he's I like, saw that. As he reads it, he didn't really realize what he was going to say when he read it, and I was dying yeah. laughing. And then there's a pause after that, too, because he's realizing what he's just, yeah, like, he's just read. like, oh, Jesus. Ugh. Yeah, these people have actually said this stuff. It's nice to know that all these people are human beings. Just like the child's book says, everybody poops. Everybody, everybody poops. Yeah. Listen, maybe he had a colonoscopy the week before, the day before. Yeah, there was some, there's some, I forget exactly what it was, but he's had some uh, medical thing going on. But he's denying it. I don't even know if Chris Wallace has been asked. I know the younger guy, the representative, is flat out denying, (laughs) saying it was not me. It would have been great if he was just like, yeah, had to fart. Yeah. I don't know if Chris Wallace has responded to Fartgate yet, but it would be nice if he... Responded Chris Wallace has been in the news a lot, too, because he's the only voice of reason left on Fox News. So well, now I don't know that he's going to be taken seriously I know, because he's the only one who's been, like, actually <laughs> questioning people on facts yeah. versus anything else. But well, oh, I love Chris, it. Chris I love it. 
Oh, no. So, yeah. Fartgate. Fartgate. What else we got? Get to the bottom of that. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about talking about today is, and I think this is a good mom-templating topic, birthday parties. Yes. Hang on one second, everybody. Before we get into birthday parties, though, mm-hmm. we talked last week about streaming services. Oh, yes. Can I just yeah. throw this in yeah, there yeah. before we, we talk about birthday parties? Mm-hmm. We cho- all chose streaming services on our Coffee Cruise Crush. We're all cruising with the streaming services. I am so frustrated right now with Apple Plus streaming, Disney Plus streaming. Last night, Henry wanted to watch the new Mandalorian, some Star Wars thing. Okay. So it just took me, and I'm pretty apt person to figure things out. It took me like two hours yeah. to get Disney Plus on the TV, through the smart hub. There's too many freaking things. And yes. then I go to do Apple TV Plus, Apple Plus. Well, it turns out my old my Apple TV boxes are all out of date. So I can't, you have to buy new a new Apple TV box to get the streaming services. I can do it on my phone and push the image from my phone to the TV, but I, I don't want to do that. Right, I don't want my right. phone tied up watching a show because they want to push it to the TV. Why can't I get it through my freaking Apple TV box? I, I just it's, want to turn my TV on and be able to watch something. No kidding. Same thing. My kids started asking me last week, can we get the Disney Plus? Yeah. And so I say, I think we get it free for a year through right. Verizon. Right. Let me figure it out. Right. It it literally took me the week yes. to figure out even how to download it on my phone. Yep. And then I could, because... The password isn't working. Of you course. have to change the password. The whole bit. And it has to go through. If you're doing it through Verizon. You have to go through Verizon. Right. Right. So I finally get it downloaded such, to my phone. We're such old people. But yeah, now I can't. I can only, I said to them, you're going to have to just watch it on your phone for a while. i got to take a break. Like the, the older girls have Roku on the their Ro- TV. Roku boxes work great, supposedly. Well, they have Ro- a Roku TV. So What's the, a Roku TV? It's just another, the Roku's built into the TV. Okay. So when you turn on your TV, the little squares on the bottom, Netflix, yeah. Hulu, whatever. Yeah, that's a smart hub. It'll say Netflix, Hulu, Roku. Okay. So I think they can click on Roku. Sign into Disney Plus. And then sign into their Disney Plus. Right. I don't know. Okay. But I don't have that on my TV. So yes. we still have are unable to figure out how to watch it without going to buy a, um, a Roku, box. Roku stick or box or something. Yeah. So I'm still up in the air on the Disney Plus. Yeah, and you know what? The other thing that I had just heard about was, were we talking about this? Where you're going to be able to do, most of the TVs are smart TVs, like your smartphone. Right. The services like to be able to do a FaceTime call through your TV, the the technology is there, but Verizon and AT&T just haven't allowed you to push that technology through because you're connected to the internet through your TV. Yeah, but who's going to be able to freaking figure out how to do That's that? That's what I'm saying. So my point is that I was trying to figure it out for my mom, right? Like, because yeah. I don't get to see her and she doesn't get to see the kids. And the, and she's got like a Motorola phone and I've got an iPhone, so we can't FaceTime on those phones. And this would be great for old people. Except until they push the wrong input button I and know. screw up the entire system I, I for a week. I know. Forget it. We used to have to tape my grandmother's um, well clicker, and this is when there was nothing. Yeah. I mean, no options, hardly at all. On off we'd have channels. to tape, yeah, the buttons that she wasn't allowed to touch, so that she wouldn't change yeah. something and make her TV unwatchable. Yeah. Well, the we, point is, there's too many options, choices yeah. now. With Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus, I'm like. Netflix is going out the window. <laughs> I know. And I hate that all, all the passwords, like every account 
has a different... We have all one password, and the only thing that changes are the capitals. And everybody okay. knows, like, there's three options of capital letters within the certain combination of password. Okay. I try to do that. Okay. Until... My husband gets involved, and it is well, he the shouldn't most. Get well, he'll try to log into Verizon to let's say pay the bill, so he never remembers the passwords. Oh, so he says he changes it every yeah. time. It's always something so friggin' stupid. Like once it was the dog's name, but yeah. he spelled the dog's name wrong. That's the worst. So we keep entering it, and we're like, it's not working. It's not working. He spelled the dog's name wrong. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. You have to keep it simple, yet... I say to him, this is our family yes. password. Right. And then he tries to say, well, that doesn't work for everything. Because you this, some version version of yes. this. And usually can get six tries yes. to figure out yes. what it is. And I keep a black book. I think I've mentioned this before. I keep a black book with passwords. Because there's... A- well, that's actually a smart idea. But my thing is somebody's always changing it. Like, yeah, but like iCloud passwords and yeah. all these other things. Like the kids' passwords for their Gmail accounts now. And I'm like, I, everybody write your password down into the book or take a picture of it as you write it. That is not a fart. That is Franny moaning for anybody that's picking <laughs> up that background sound. Just so you know. He's moaning a lot lately. Oh, he's it's, stressed. Yeah, it's a Winter's lot. Winter's coming. He loves winter. It's not that. I think Oof. he just, there's been a lot of activity yeah. in, and, in and out of the house. Anyways, yeah. that could be a whole freaking podcast. I know. Passwords. It, it's just too, too much. I want to sit down at the TV and go, well, what about Disney face Plus? Plus what about, and have it show up. I know. Never happen. It will happen. What about face recognition? I like that on my phone. I'm loving that. You have it? You yep. did it? I didn't do it. I don't even know how I did it. So if, like, when I go to enter a pat, like, I enter my user ID for something, mm-hmm. let's say, and then it will ask me password, and then this swirly thing starts doing face recognition, check, and then I'm in. So I don't know how that happened, but for most of the stuff on my phone now, I am into face recognition. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I love when the kids will try to, like, use my... Starbucks card and I'll be driving and they'll like have to hold the phone in front of my face as I'm driving so that they can download more money onto the Starbucks card or something. Oh my god, life. Ridiculous. Life, ridiculous. I I got consumed with Disney Plus last night. Okay, so well, our our review of Disney Plus is... TBD because we can't. No, we actually no. I actually got it. We actually got it. So did you? You watch something? We watched. Emmy watched the new uh, High School Musical latest version of that whatever that is and so she's watching it screaming at the tv that it's so terrible but she couldn't stop watching those are it. my favorite kind of shows <laughs> that reminds me of she's um, yelling at the tv this is so horrible i'm like well then stop watching it what was that movie um from justin to kelly with oh, Love, the first my american God. that's what that reminds me of couldn't tear myself away and was like listen i'd watch it again this right now. is career wrecking <laughs> and they've somehow survived justin well, didn't first kelly, kelly really survived yeah. she's yeah. back in action but then we watched the mandalorian the first it's the new like boba fett you don't even care because you don't watch star wars but it's it was really well done we were all kind of in okay so speaking of star wars i was in um florida last weekend visiting my kids and did we you went. Go to Star Wars Land? We did. I'm so upset. So we didn't. We couldn't ride anything because we were like totally um, unprepared, and you know, just were like wandering through. Right. But the 
like seen. I'm not into Star Wars. Is the and hotel? I was Did like, you see the hotel? No, no. I, I, is there a hotel? There's a whole like theme park, not theme park, but a theme hotel. I don't know anything about Star Wars hotel. Land. We were at um, Hollywood Studios, and Hollywood Studios is open. Right. So like the Millennium Falcon is there. Did you go in it? Could you? No, go? no, uh, no. Because that's a ride. So there's two rides. One isn't open yet. One had um, a 170-minute wait. Mm. No, thank you. But just, like, walking around and, like, looking at all this stuff. And then they have, like, the stormtroopers and Darth Vader just sort of wandering through, yelling at people, which is so great. Like, Disney really does a good job with that. It was really cool. Really cool. I'm so sad we're not going now. Yeah, but. and, I mean, right, for a person that's not a Star Wars fan, I was like... This is awesome. And there's supposed to be some um, bar. There's Like, like a, the cantina. There's a cantina there. For actual alcohol. Alcoholic beverages, yeah. You have to get a reservation to go in or whatever. But yeah, it looks really neat. So if That's you're a Star Wars fan. That's interesting about Disney too, right? Like the th- Magic Kingdom doesn't have alcohol, right? Only Epcot has alcohol, right? And, and MGM. Yeah, Hollywood Studios, whatever the hell it's I called. I know, now. I still call it MGM too. Yeah, they have they have alcohol like in um, their restaurants there. But you can't walk around with a beer and stuff like you can at Epcot. So what we discovered one time from going with my brother-in-law yeah. is that the Disney property has an open liquor license. Oh. So you can um, take, you know how you take the ferry boats yeah. over? Yeah, you can from, bring alcohol. You can bring Listen, it's not something they promote, nor do they want you doing, but fi- financially and insurance-wise, they they have a full property liquor, liquor license. license. Yeah. They are so freaking smart. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay. Anywho. All right. Anywho. But let's, all right, let's go into birthday parties a little okay. bit. So, the, well, the reason that I started thinking about this was because um, I was watching the Kardashians of course. the other night. And it's um, North and Penelope's. Birthday. Who's Penelope? So Penelope is. They really named her daughter Penelope. Courtney's kid. Okay. And I don't know which one Courtney is either. So Courtney and Scott Disick. Okay. Okay. So um, Courtney's the only semi-normal one as far as like. Oh, Courtney's my least favorite. Okay, but oh, she hasn't had a lot of work done, right? No. Correct. Okay. Yes. No. Um, so Courtney and Kim's daughter North are around the same age. Okay. And they have birthdays similar, s- like within the same week of each other. Okay. So they've had a group birthday party. Since they were babies. Okay. So they're planning this group birthday party and... um, I can't imagine how out of control this gets. Well, that's my point to this whole thing. So it's this Candyland theme birthday party, right? How old are they? Five. Okay. It was amazing. I I can imagine, but doesn't that seem a little babyish, Candyland? No. No, it was like candy everywhere, all colors everywhere. It, It looked amazing. Okay. And then also as part of the party or, you know, the weekend prior to the party, because Costa Rica is North's favorite place to go, they take North and some of her friends to Costa Rica for the weekend. Nice. Okay. And then I have to struggle with in my mind, if I had the money, how I'm glad far you're talk- I'm glad you're talking would about I this. go? Right. Like, so what is the limit on right. that? Like, if I do, because they do have... You know, it's not an endless resource, but certainly a, you know, $30,000 birthday party is, and I'm sure it was actually more than that, but like a $30,000 birthday party is just like a drop in the bucket for them, okay? But I'm trying to rationalize, like, if I had the money, how far would I go? Right. And who's the party for at that point? Right. Like, so. Good point. At one point, Penelope's on the phone with the, and Penelope's five. 
She's on the phone with the um, concierge. No, with the with the party plan. Oh, oh, telling her, her telling her her ideas. Demands. Well, and the thing is, Tina, they were. Sweet. I don't know the kids. Okay, but they appear to be lovely children. Right. Like I, there doesn't appear to be spoiled rottenness. Right. These stories of all of them behave. They're not I mean, Baruch assaults. Right. Like if they okay. if they were that way, I feel like we'd probably not watch. Or we'd hear some incident okay. of okay. it, yeah. you know, in the tabloids right. or whatever, which we don't hear. I don't. I don't know. I'm just right. wondering. So either way, so you feel like they're they're at least appreciative of what's happening. Yeah, I'm just wondering as in much that as a five year old could be appreciative, and then trying to relay it to my own life. How are you keeping them Down gra- to earth. grounded? Yeah, you're not and appreciative. And how are you setting? Not that those children aren't going to always have ridiculous amounts of money. I'm sure they are, but. Are you setting them up for a life of, not failure, but a life of nothing really matters? I mean, what do you have to look forward to? If you're going to Costa Rica for your birthday party when you're five, what do you look forward to when you're 25? Right. And does everything sort of become not exciting or... Or do you flip it and do some, like, philanthropy? I don't know that the Kardashians are ever going to do that. But my point being, do you flip it and sort of try to turn it into something? um, Well, I think either way you go can be challenging. I think if you try to limit and not give your kids anything during those years and pretend that you don't have any money or you're going to downplay it kind of like um ashton kutcher and and mila kunis they were saying we're we're only going to give our kids one christmas present remember when they said that yeah my thought with that is that's fine i mean that's that's fine and, and that's respectable the thing along the lines is that's fine because probably most days if they wanted something they could get it yes but the point is is that everything has to be a balance christmas is christmas you and and if you want to say santa only brings you one present that's fine or you know birthdays are special you can make them special but do they when is it when do you feel guilty about the amount of money that you spent on that when that money could be doing other things as well that's what i think about yeah so you're going on the side of you 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 you'd feel guilty I spending do feel, that much I, exactly but you don't have lavish birthday parties for your children no at some point in her mind kim and whatever they're like thinking i'm going to spend all this money when do we re- number 1 do we really need it and number 2 what if we give $25,000 of that to 10 little kids' birthday parties? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know. just get I know. And, and, and two, Tina, don't they have a right to do that and of, enjoy their life? Listen, they can do whatever they want. And there shouldn't be any judgment for how just, they want to spend their money. Because you know what? They're, they're employing people. Yeah, sure. They're you know, promoting economy by flying to this place and all that. But at some point, I think the problem that we have in this country is the excess is so diverse. Think and about too, that. Like, so you're setting up, and listen, get a grip, my own kids type thing. But like you're setting up this expectation of that's what a really cool birthday party looks like. No, that's not. that. Like I'm trying to think of the most lavish actual birthday party that you've I had ever been to. Yeah. I couldn't really think of one. Right. Yeah, there's been, you know, pony in the backyard or a moon bounce house or right. you know what I mean? But like right. I, I can't really process and what that would be like. Every generation does have some some version of that when you think of like the great Gratsby parties or things yeah. like that where you, it's like 
there was a place where someone had like extravagant parties. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but when it's kid involved, that kind of right. frustrates me a little bit. Like that's not necessary. Gracie just went to a birthday party this weekend. She came home with her own personal swell bottle. Yeah. So that's okay. I was so, like, right in in our world here, bringing it back to what yeah. might be possible. Mm, a limo ride in to go see a concert with right. ten of your girlfriends or something at age twelve—that's kind of excessive, right? That's totally excessive. And again, like if I had that kind of money and that was something my kids wanted to do and I thought that would make them their birthday really great for that day like I struggle with would I do that yeah I think I probably would I think that your intention would probably be let's you would be spreading the wealth around yeah I I just feel like it's just set it's just setting those kids up for this weird life of expectation yeah and then it's giving everybody else who can't do those things or who's not having that birthday party right I mean, I know no five-year-olds watching the Kardashians, but a sweet 16 yeah. party. They're looking at the five-year-old's birthday party like, but my party's going to suck. Just what you suck. said earlier, I mean, you said, right, you said you can't remember a birthday party that was like incredibly lavish. You would remember an incident at a birthday party or the feeling that you had at a party. No one really remembers to, unless it's so extravagant, the flowers on the table or... The decorations or things you know, like, like that. I guess what I could go back to from my youth is like bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Well, I had one of my girlfriend's bar mitzvah and she had like a ice castle skating themed like oh, bar mitzvah party. The ice castle movie was the greatest. Now in retrospect, it was probably very tame. Right. But at the time I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest, greatest party I've ever been to. And then I had another girlfriend who had her bar mitzvah and she had a DJ in her basement playing music and we had a great time, you know? I don't know. It's just, and then too, like when, when is the birthday party enough? So she's there. Those kids are five. Yeah. Are we throwing this party? Every year. Every, every year. Don't they throw those crazy Christmas parties too? Last year there was like truffle trees from like, yes, white. Everything was white. And there was snow. Snow and puffy tree. Like everything was like pink or white or something. And and then so last week's episode was um, the five-year-old birthday party. Next week is Chloe's birthday party. I mean, between there's 12 of you, you each got a hundred kids. That wasn't a fart either. That was my drink. That was her green drink. <laughs> We're talking about, I mean, every month we're but, throwing a $50,000 yeah, party. Part of that also is the show. Yeah. We're doing it to, I think they would do it either way, but part of that is the entertainment of the show and what are we going to all watch, not me, but what are they going to watch to see what kind of decorations or what kind of party they're going to throw. But I do think it will have a psychological effect on the kids at some point. At some point, right? Because, you know, one of my friends said to me a long time ago, shout out to David, he said, he's a gay man with no kids, mm-hmm. but he was like, don't you think you have to give your kids the gift of something to look forward to? Yeah. Like, if they always are going to get what they want at that moment that they want it, really, what do they have to look forward to? Well, and you you really take away their self-worth and their happiness. Yeah. And what am I going to work towards? Like, so what's going to make me feel good? Like I accomplished something and I worked toward this and I did this myself. And I always say to the kids, I always say to the kids, so I get that for you now. In 10 minutes, you're going to want something else. Yeah. That's how it works. I know that feeling. Like you, you think you want it then, but in, in, in a little bit, you won't want that anymore. 
And too, I love like when we used to give the kids, like when we would go on vacation to Disney or something, we would give the kids 25 bucks or something. Yes. That was there. Yes. Even if it was 50 or 100. I remember too. And prior to us doing that, every day when we would go on vacation, it would be like, can I get this? Can I get this? And then when the money was in their own pocket, it was like, oh, wait, I don't think I want that. Yeah. I'm going to save. I might see something that I like better somewhere right. else. And that in itself had its own problems because well, then there's, you know, yeah. what if I buy this and I find something else I like better? Right. You know, all that anxiety. And then we have to go that. back to get the thing yeah. that we want. Oh, That you God. originally yes. want. But at least it makes you take a pause and be like, do I really, is that really how I want to use my money? Right. Or what I, yeah. I don't know. Henry comes home for lunch. He's yeah, home right he's now. Home right now. Why aren't you just going down? I'm not spending my money on that. I right. can just come home and make myself a something for free. <laughs> Saving. I'm like, okay. But sometimes I'm like, or he'll get mad. Like I don't have something in the house. And I'm like, well, then just run down to the deli and grab right. a sandwich. Okay. No. So when do you think is the time to stop the birthday party? Oh, listen, you're talking to the wrong person. I've stopped a long time ago. I think Gracie hasn't had a birthday party since she was seven. It's my least favorite thing to do. My yes. least favorite. And I don't know why. Like You I, always had great birthday parties. I, it's my least favorite thing. Like, I feel like I'd rather, you know, uh, Ava will have three or four girlfriends sleep over every weekend anyways. Yes. I don't know why adding the connotation of... The birthday. Birthday party to it gives me agina. I'm, I'm with you, 100%. I don't even like my own birthday. Yeah. Uh, it's like... Can we just move yeah. on? Some people like... Big birthday celebrations. I think it's just a personality thing. My Jane, who was here last week, it's all birthday. Really? She remembers everybody's birthday. And yeah, and she will love to have big, giant birthday parties. I'm kind of like, eh. It's a day. I mean, not that it shouldn't be recognized. And, you know, Henry, luckily, could care less. He just wants to go to the movies. Or Emmy wants her own bar mitzvah someday. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> Well, Emmy's my, you know, counterpart for the Kardashians. Yes. See, we're setting her she's, up for that. She said, that's it's so funny that when you texted me that, she said something to me about it at the same time. Because she was see, watching. Yeah. Her. But the other thing is, is like, that's a lot of pressure to keep topping yourself as well. Like, what's yes, the next idea? Right. That's, see, that's the other problem. So you're inviting those same guests every year. And oh my God, last year they had Kenny. That, well, next year we can't just have... A backyard barbecue. I feel like expectations are always, like you said on the last podcast, Christmas. Everybody has this Hallmark idea or Norman Rockwell idea of how things are supposed to be instead of just living in the moment of what they are. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, it's always a shit. There's always a shit show somewhere. And the shit show becomes the actual exciting thing that happened during the event. Yeah, it's actually what you remember. And it's what makes it real. You know, it's what... Just like the fart. It's what made those people real. It doesn't matter how pretty it's dressed up. Everybody is still the same underneath it all. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... Like, that birthday party struck me as, okay, that's like, when is it enough? What are you going to do to you know, end this at some point? Is it ever going to end? Every, you know, Emmy had to do this project for Global Cultures and it was an immigration project and we had to come up with something that translated from the old country to this country and we were doing Italian cookies because it consistently maintains itself, Mm -hmm. right? And I was thinking about the fact that for every party in any situation, me growing up, 
there was always Italian cookies, mm-hmm. you know, in different trays. And in doing the project and helping Emmy, I was we, I was reaching out to some different people. And a couple of my friends from back home, we were talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, I remember your grandmother's back porch. Like, there was a tradition there. And yeah. I thought to myself, that's what made it. That's yeah. what they remember about that. There's something genuine, homemade, a part of somebody that mattered and I think when you fill it with fluff there's got to be something and maybe there is with the Kardashians I'm not judging them that there's a a line or there's a connection a string of something that holds that whole thing together and and will keep them grounded I don't know right like I wonder as like a social experiment which we'll never be able to get to do if we had a party with those kids with just ordinary party things like, you show up, there's some balloons, there's other well, kids I, to play I with, think there might maybe a pinata, like, just ordinary. That's where that's where snobbiness comes in. When certain kids who've had all this then go to look at something and right, they're like, oh, this isn't fun. Yeah, they're like, Or do oh. they not, do they think it's fun? It's, it all depends. I think it all depends. Listen, Listen, maybe they do think it's, you know, maybe it's really irrelevant to them. Except I, for that Penelope was on the phone with the party planner planning it so it certainly depends on you know where you come from versus and where you start like if you've started in that environment you have no basis of understanding anything else it's true we have more than I ever had growing up in my lifetime and so I'm so grateful for that but my kids this is all they know right so unless I take them back to where I grew up and show them certain things and really enforce the fact that this isn't theirs Right. All of that stuff, like they got to work for it. How can they know any different? Right. That's just what they assume is going to happen. They assume, like I've said before, they assume we can go to the grocery store and buy what we want to buy and not have to put stuff back because I don't have enough money to pay for the groceries in my shopping cart. I have had that happen. I've had that happen. <laughs> oh my God, it's the worst. But that's the point. Like, if you never had to go through that or you yeah. never had to think about that, how could they not assume that? So you can't necessarily blame the kid. Yeah. But it's about empathy, too. And, like, if the kid or the person knows, like, not everybody has that ability. But there's something in the frontal brain. And, and I remember my my cousin talking to me. He's a, a sociologist or something. And talking about how your brain doesn't actually develop out, like outside of you until you're in your 20s or late teens, early 20s. You can't look at something other than looking from the inside mm-hmm. out. You can't look at it from... Well, you, your empathy is slow to develop. Even if you go to like, when we go to Cradles to Crayons and fold yes. clothes for little kids and try to... They, they still don't recognize the fact that people actually live without. Mm-hmm. If you've always... It, it, it's just not something that, that can enter in their brains because I think they it would shut down or something. You know, they can't physically understand. Well, and too, it's a, that's a big burden to put on well, another you, child And you don't want well. to. Yeah. Of course, you, it's, I'm not saying you want to do that. I'm just saying like... It, they're not capable of recognizing it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of adults don't recognize right. it either. But kids are pretty easygoing. But I think when you get to a certain stage, you know, anything past probably 9 or 10, you're like, huh. Kids can make a comment without even realizing their comment is offensive offensive to of somebody else because it's all they know. And lots of kids don't ex- don't take the comments as offensive either. Right. Little kids to each other. They right. just kind of listen. Whereas adults are like, Oh my God, I can't believe you just called that lady fat. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. But I do want to say this one thing. 
to transition before we go to the Coffee Cruise Crush. This weekend, my husband and I, we had Kathleen on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and she had a congresswoman come in to speak to a bunch of donors. Her name is Katie Porter from California. She's flipped a seat, so she was a Democratic candidate. She flipped the seat from red to blue, and now she's campaigning again. And the point that I wanted to make about it was in certain areas where values like we we're just talking about like birthday but like what 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 matters so i'm hoping that with the kardashians values do matter even though they can be lavish about mm-hmm. that and sometimes i do feel that even when i talk to my daughter about the yes. kardashians but in certain areas of the country where even traditional republican values have become eroded because of the president you have these people looking at democrats and saying i'd rather go with you lose a little bit of my conservative values. yeah conservativeness when it comes to whatever it might be in order to get back to some sort of sanity mm-hmm. and that's what we keep seeing when certain candidates are flipping these seats listening to her talk the other night the people that she go she's going up against and it's always men so she's a single mother only single mother ever to be voted into congress mm-hmm. single mother of three she said the job is probably the most rewarding and the hardest job she's ever had to do why a single mother would even want to jump in that like half her job is in washington right half her job 20 hours a week is is commuting she said but you know she was compelled she thought hillary was going to win she was going to be prepared to be on some transition team and she said she had her bags packed and ready to go that night to be on the transition team for hillary and that obviously didn't happen and she was like I can't wait around for four years. Right. And she's really inspiring. Her name's Katie Porter. Think about it out there, us here in the New England area and anybody. If you value our democracy, contribute to those campaigns that you see around there, like Amy McGrath, who's trying to flip Mitch McConnell's seat. Mm-hmm. Look at those people. They need money to run their campaigns. And I'm, I think that the point is, is that if you're going to donate to something, it's not a bad idea to donate to some of these candidates that are trying to you know, establish a foothold in a traditionally Republican area that has been, that just needs, needs a change. So with that, we'll... Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. You've just made me think of one other thing with um, Trump. Okay. So he went for the physical and they said the, the the speculation was that he's having um, a hard time finding words. So like when he goes to say something, he knows what he wants to say. It's dementia. Yeah. But I was like, wait, oh, oh my God. Wait, who said that? I didn't hear that. So it's it's speculation. Okay. But it was, um, I don't know, somebody somebody on a news channel was talking about how that they thought it might be because um, the inside chatter in the White House is that he's having a hard time when he goes to speak. Well, he's got to be stressed out, first of all. And whenever you're super stressed like that. Okay. But my point being, it freaked me out because I have a hard time finding words all the time. Twice last week, I was driving in the car with my husband and my daughter. Granted, it's nighttime, so it's dark, and there's a lot going on. What does dark have to do with it? I was like, wait, where are we? Like, I totally got disoriented. Have I taken a wrong turn? Like, you were doing the driving. I was doing the driving and was like, wait, what's happening? Like, I had this moment of, I don't know where I am. Twice. Listen, so I was like, I cannot. Okay, I haven't had those happening. moments, but I've had a moment where I cannot pull a word up that I want to pull up. Yes. And it's 
it, you know, it's a basic word. And right. <laughs> it's not like SAT word. It's a it's a basic word for something. And I'm like, like cantaloupe. I, <laughs> why, why can't I think of what that is? That's why I'm drinking the fucking it's green juice, so scary. scary. I was like, oh my God. And then I'm thinking, he's bad enough. Now we're going to throw dementia right on, throw that log right onto the fire? I well, mean, listen, are you kidding me? The doctors are, are bound to say if he's unfit physically for the office. But dementia is, a ve- as you and I both know, a very slow-rolling yeah, disease. But, and didn't Ronald Reagan have it towards the end of his presidency? Yeah, yeah, and they did a lot of covering for him. Yeah. But he was also a more sane well, of course. Person. But I'm telling you, I just sent an article to my sister and brother about what to do to stop Alzheimer's and dementias. Or there, there's some so many more theories, but exercise is certainly one of them. Think of all the things, all the things on the list that they say, you know, you should do. Trump does none of those things. You should be a consistent exerciser. I mean, eating well is just part of any normal healthy right, diet, right, right. but fatty foods high cholesterol related foods he's got terrible cholesterol mm-hmm. uh, high processed foods that's all he eats is high processed foods stress uh you know all these things so uh, smoking i don't know if he was ever a smoker i don't think so but he wasn't a drinker no. either Mm-mm. but i was looking at the list of things and i'm like my mom you know was never an exerciser she yeah. smoked all of these things and the healthy flora in your belly like yeah. we've been talking about the microbiome can you imagine his freaking microbiome? Well, like, that's why I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I mean, listen, if he's going to win and we have to deal with the slow... Dementia roll. Yeah, dementia roll as well. This can't happen, people. And again, this could be t- entirely made up. <laughs> well, listen. It's uh, what we, I heard. No, no, we've been saying... But it would make sense, too, for the rambling... Well, he said when they were talking about the census, did you hear him talk about this? I did on, on John Oliver. Yeah, yes. but I heard it lot. I heard when he was saying, like, you know, they have to come and knock on your door and yes, ask you how many yes. toilets they have yes. and how many... I'm like, no, they don't. That's yeah. not the census. <laughs> That could be the inspector coming. But see, I get where he was coming from. He's coming from it from a real estate perspective, thinking they're coming to do an inspection right, on the right. property. No, that's... Right. Hello? That's, that's just idiocy. Like, no, that's, but I, I do think that that's old person's thoughts. I guess. Oh, my God. It's just so stressful. It's so stressful. It's All so right. stressful. We're going to leave Donald Trump where he's at in the Walter Reed Clinic for the time being, and we'll be back with a Coffee Cruise Crush. Stay with us. Okay, we're back, and we're going to modify our Coffee Cruise crush to a Would You Rather for this episode, because... Well, first of all, we've just realized (laughs) that it was Chris Matthews, not Chris Wallace. So that entire beginning thing about the fart, everybody's going to be like, what is wrong with this girl? How can she know nothing? It was Chris Matthews. I gave an entire report in eighth grade, standing up, me and my girlfriend Jennifer, on boxers, uh, two fighters... And we called him the entire name, the in wrong name, the entire time during the oral report. So, Did you get an F? I don't even remember what I got. I mean, the facts were there. It was just the wrong person. Listen, it, it doesn't matter who, which Chris it was. It really doesn't. Somebody farted. And But the only thing that matters is it wasn't Fox News. It was Chris Matthews Chris on Matthews, CNBC. CNN. Yeah. <laughs> Not CNN. Whatever. Somebody farted. That's all I know. Listen, the Republican farted. 
Let's just get that right. Tina thinks it's the young so, guy. So watching it now live, I just heard the segment on the radio. Carrie and I have since, during the break, watched the segment. And it's Chris Matthews, who's on CSNB. What is CNBC. It? What the fuck? CNBC. He's interviewing Eric Stalwell, who was a Republican who was going to run against Trump. Oh. That's who that was. And... Obviously, you can't see Chris Matthews's face, so you don't know what kind of facial expressions he was making during this farting incident. You only, I do believe, there is camera angles of Chris Matthews that will come out. I really hope so. You can only see, sorry, so you can only see Eric Stallwell, whatever his name is, talking, and then the fart happens. I'm sorry, Carrie, I do disagree with you now. Listen, the sound of it does implicate there's there was some sort of reverberation Pressure. happening. Yes. <laughs> but he could have just been squeezing really tight. But the way his back shoulder lifted slightly. <laughs> we have reviewed this video <laughs> like the Kennedy assassination. I don't know. But Plus, I also so... feel like if it wasn't, uh, it, it, to your theory. Yes. <laughs> if it wasn't him. Yes. I feel like there would have been more of a facial reaction or recognition to the fact that he just heard a fart. And unless he's really the consummate professional and just kept going. <laughs> so, listen, I love, we pulled this up on YouTube and the guy who was talking about it, he was trying to be like, I can't believe I'm talking about this. You know, he must be some sort of political analysis guy. But he's like, listen, this just makes me so happy. Yeah. It's making me happy, too. Yeah. yeah, so would the would you rather for this segment is because would you rather be stuck with a fart in bed, a car, or an elevator? And stuck with a fart that is not your own. Well, of course. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> everybody can kind of tolerate their own to well, some degree. Of course. But you're in, right, you're in an elevator. I guess it's not a, even would you rather. I guess we can coffee cruise crush it. You're taking a fart right. in an elevator on the cruise. Easy for me. Really? Easy for me. Okay, let her rip. So the car, <laughs> the car fart is going on the cruise with me because well, you can roll down the windows. I'm gonna roll down the windows. I'm oh. gonna let that thing out. Even though sometimes in the car it can, like we said with my husband's coke farts, it can linger <laughs> for days. Listen, each one of my children have different smelling farts. Right. And I always know yep. who who's and and they are amazed, especially yep. when when we're in the car. And I'm like, Emmy, do you yeah. have to go to the bathroom? Yeah. I go stop. She's like, how do you know it's me? I'm like, I can tell. It's you. It's your smell. It's how you. I smell. can tell. No, um, my younger one will silently fart in the car, and I'll be like, you've just farted. Yes. And she'll be like, it literally just came up like how do you smell it that in she's like i hardly finished it i'm like i know right away it's coming right oh anyways all right so okay so so the car fart is um going on the cruise going on the cruise it's not a would you rather forget that we're sticking with our plans and the um i'll tell you i have a real reason for the bed fart versus the elevator fart okay the bed fart is disgusting but at least I know who it is. It's personal. Yep. I know who it is. And somewhere I've decided to love that person <laughs> for the rest of my life. So even as horrible right. as it is, I can 
stick my head in the pillow. Right. You can fan the covers a bit. Right. You can scream at the person and swear at them. Right. The thing with the elevator fart. It's so gross. And it's so rude. Yes. Like, I want to shout out loud. Whoever did that is a deplorable person. Like, yes, you're rude. You have no respect for any other people in this elevator. And well, it's maybe un- their little sphincter muscle couldn't hold it. It's disgusting. And it's an unknown <laughs> person. Fart. Yes. Which means I'm getting unknown fart bacteria yeah, listen, in my nose. Anything. I hate elevators in general. Like, I, yes. I, I don't like going on. I would climb 50 flights of stairs. It's claustrophobic. I hate if somebody's going to cough. I'm paranoid yes. that somebody's going to sneeze. And I'm not a germ phobe at all. Yeah. But the elevator germs freak me out. Yes. And, too, it's like when there's a fart in an elevator, even if it's horrible, everybody in the elevator has to act like it's not actually happening. Right. And they don't actually, like, you can't be like, oh, my God, that's disgusting, and cover your face and what. No, right. we're all trying to remain dignified right. when someone's literally shit their pants Ex- in the elevator. <laughs> Except if, sorry, that's a snort. Except if you have a child with you. And then they're like, who farted? Right. <laughs> Thank God for the kids. Your phone keeps going I up. know, I know. It's uh, just an 800 number. Okay. So. I, I can, there's really not much I can deny. I, I don't think I could challenge any of those yeah. choices. I mean. Pretty simple. It's pretty simple. The only thing sometimes I hate with the car I just feel like that goes right into the seats and it's never coming out. That's my point. It can, it can, yes. The car has a weird ability to, to hold, hold on the smell. smell. I can change the sheets, no problem. Yeah. If there's something <laughs> yeah. bad that happened, but the car. So really, if I had to challenge it, I would, you know, cruise maybe with the bed fart versus the yeah. car fart because it's, you know, just a toss up. But I'm with you. I'm crushing anything that has to do with the elevator. elevator. So okay. Okay, there we have it. I don't know. It'd be interesting if we got a phone call right about now to ask that person what they would do. Wilty, where are you? You got to call in. Thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate all the support that we get, and we um we hope that you enjoyed this crazy episode of Fartgate. We'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks. Stay with us. No, don't stay with us because we're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> we're Bye, leaving. Wilty. Bye, Wilty. See you later. 